Welcome to the Living Well Zone. I'm Mike Kingsford, and today we're going to be looking at another hot topic that Christians are facing today. I'm going to take today's Bible reading from Matthew chapter 6 and verses 22 and 23. The subject for today is what should we be doing as Christians when we're living in a very materialistic, consumerist society? How do we go about our daily lives? And Jesus offers us some great advice in Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 through to 23. I want to read it for you now. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? I'd often read this passage in light of the rest of the Sermon on the Mount, found in chapters 5, 6 and 7 of the book of Matthew, and be a little bit confused at how it fitted into Jesus' discussion here about treasures on earth and um, the idea that moths and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal. And later on, he goes on to talk about God and money and then not worrying about or chasing after the needs that we have because God knows our needs and he'll look after us. One day I was reading through this passage and I used the U version of the Bible reading app. And next to the word healthy and unhealthy, I noted that there was a footnote uh, on what those two words actually mean in the original Greek. And so I pressed on them, or selected them I should say, and the Greek for healthy here implies generous, whereas the Greek for unhealthy, the implication is, you guessed it, the opposite of generous, which is to be stingy. And that was a bit of an epiphany for me. Maybe everybody else that's read through that passage thought, ah, easy. It's obviously what he's talking about. But for me, it was a bit of an enlightening because I believe that Jesus teaches us that to be in the kingdom of God means to live a generous lifestyle uh, where we're looking out for the needs of others and his blessings upon our lives give us an opportunity to be generous. A good example of that is found in the end of Acts chapter 4 going on to, to Acts chapter 5 where Barnabas had some property and sold it and brought it to the apostles' feet so that it could be distributed to those that had need so that there was equality throughout the Christian community. And we know the sad story that happens to Ananias and Sapphira just after that, where they lie to the apostles and to the Holy Spirit, and uh, the end result is not a good one. You can look that up in Acts chapter 5 if you like. Anyway, so the idea that the eye is the lamp of the body, and if your eyes are healthy your whole body will be full of light, is really saying if your eyes are generous, in other words, if you look out and see with generosity the needs of the people around you, then your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are stingy, in other words, if the way that you see things is stinginess, then your whole body will be full of darkness. 
If then the light that is within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So in other words, if you think that holding on to what you have is bringing light to your life so that you're not going to miss out on anything, then that is the greatest darkness of all. He then goes on and says that you can't serve, serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. To serve God means that you're going to be generous and giving. It says in the book of Acts that it's more blessed to give than to receive, to be on the lookout for the needs of others. Whereas if you're serving money, you're going to want to hold on to that so that you're not going to miss out when you may have a need tomorrow. And the reason why we're not generous is because we're thinking more about our own needs than the needs of others. In fact, Jesus goes on in verse 25 to say, In light of this, therefore, I tell you, he says, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Don't be stingy with holding on to things, he says. It's, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? So in other words, you don't need to hang on and cling to things and be stingy and not generous because your heavenly Father is going to look after you with all of your needs. What he wants you to do is to be generous with what he's provided for you that is actually beyond your needs so that you can help meet the needs of others. In verse 27 says, Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Well, people try, don't they? Think about all the anti-aging creams and exercise regimes and food diets, and they're all worrying about how they can add time to their life. And why do you worry about clothes, he says in verse 28. See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, great king in the Old Testament, in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So don't worry saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans, that is, those that are not God's people, run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. It's actually a way of living. The kingdom of God, as we're called into it, as we're trusting and putting our faith in Jesus Christ as our Lord and King and Saviour, we enter into his kingdom. And in the Gospels, we learn what kingdom lifestyle looks like. What's it like to be a citizen of the kingdom of God? Well, one of the things you're not going to be doing is worrying about your life whether or not you're going to have enough to drink or wear or what clothes you're going to put on because we know that God looks after his creation. He's going to look after us as well. In fact, he's going to go beyond just looking after us. 
He's going to help us to have enough to be able to share with others. And so it's only when we're not trusting in God that we become stingy and hold on to things. There's a story in the Gospels that talks about a man who built barns because he wanted to store his crops. And then he got more and more crops, and instead of sharing them and giving them to others that needed them for their needs, he thought, I know what I'll do. I'll just build bigger barns, and I will hold all of my crops inside those bigger barns, and then I will just eat and drink and be merry, and then I can do whatever I like. But God says to him, you fool. You thought you could store all these things in barns, and yet your life is going to be required of you today. And then what will you do with all of those crops? Well, that's a pretty sad story. You see, while we're living in this life, we've got plenty of opportunities, haven't we? To look around with generous eyes, seeing the needs of those around us and looking after them. I really believe that that's what it means when it says to love your neighbour as yourself. If you can see for yourself that you've got your clothes and you've got your shelter and you've got your food, then you know that other people need those things as well. So with the extra that you have, that God's blessed you with, you have an opportunity to be generous, to be able to give to the needs of others. You know, it's also interesting. One of the commonly quoted verses in the Bible is found in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. It actually says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Or as sometimes said, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Now, usually people will quote that verse, meaning that God's going to strengthen them to help them to be a great basketball player or a great mathematics student or to be able to reach their life goals. The reality is the context of that is that Paul had learned to live and be content no matter whether he had a little or a lot. In fact, he says, whether I have a little or a lot, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I don't know about you, but that for me is reassuring because I know that God's going to give me the grace. He's going to give me the strength, whether I've got a little or a lot that I can uh, be inspired to give away as I look out for the needs of those around me. That's why, going back to our original verse, it says the eye is the lamp of the body. The way we see things lights up our soul. If your eyes are healthy or generous, your whole body will be full of light. You'll be lit up. Uh, but if your eyes are unhealthy or stingy, your whole body is going to be full of darkness. You can just imagine, can't you? And I'm thinking about the ring in the Lord of the Rings, where Frodo um, realises the danger of the ring and this whole idea that it's so precious and must be held on to at all costs. And I think of Golom when he says, my precious. And that's a real theme throughout the whole movie, um, is this hanging on to the things that we have because we're worried and not trusting. And yet the Bible tells us not to worry about anything, but by prayer and supplication, let our requests be made known to God. And then the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.
You see, we live in a troubled world. And when we get involved or caught up in consumerism and materialism, it causes, to be, causes us to be anxious. No wonder there are so many people suffering from anxiety today. We need to be trusting that God has our best interests at heart. He's going to look after us. And then we won't be hurried or flurried or anxious, but we'll put our faith and our trust in him. And when we do that, as he blesses us, our body will uh, be lit up because of the generosity that we will have as we walk in the truth and light of his kingdom. I hope you found that really helpful. Again, this is the Living Well Zone. My name's Mike Kingsford. And next time we get together, I'll be sharing another hot topic that Christians face today. And we'll be looking at it in light of God's word. God bless.